Blog Talk Radio. I'm your host, Laura Galloway, the Mom Biz Coach and co-author of Moms Mean Business, a guide to creating a successful company and a happy life as a mom entrepreneur. Wouldn't you like to know how to do that this summer? (laughs) Wouldn't you like to know how to possibly be successful and happy and not lose your hair or lose it and yell at your kids or lose a great account with a client because you are frustrated or overwrought or stressed out or overscheduled or underscheduled or whatever it is. Hey, I get it, and that's what I want to talk to you about today, guys. I know that as summer comes, a lot of us have some mixed feelings, to put it mildly, about the summer because, you know, as summer hits, then school quits. And even if your kid is not old enough to be in full-time school, maybe they've been in a preschool or a daycare program that shifts the schedule during the summer as well. And even if you aren't using school yet, even if um, that's not something that's a big routine that you're relying on, it's just summer. And with summer, like a lot of us kind of go into that programmed need to have relaxation, to have less of a schedule, to have less responsibilities and to-dos on our list. And while that can feel really good, if you happen to be raising some little humans, That can also be a source of torture because (laughs) for several reasons that I'm going to go over today. Um, Yeah, for several reasons. So I'll jump right in. I first want to talk to you about the fact that, you know, the the summer being a really great thing and having the kids off of school and having family vacations and having that need to slow down and relax and hang out by the pool or on the beach or just have some quiet time to yourself. That is such a normal feeling for a lot of us. In fact, a lot of my clients choose to kind of power down over the summer a bit and and go into, you know, a a slower mode, a maintenance mode, a less aggressive mode. Let's put it that way. They don't want to be as um, meticulous and working quite as hard as they do during the rest of the year. So a couple of months off feels really good. That is a normal feeling. Sometimes we confuse that with, you know, just a general lack of motivation about our business or a general malaise, feeling like we're not happy with our job or we're not successful with it. So that's another conversation. What I want to say right now, and I'll just leave it at it, is that it is a very common and normal thing to feel the, all the feelings of needing to slow down, wanting to disconnect from your business a little bit, wanting to make more great memories and good quality family time with your family, and then also being scared to death of the summer and that slowdown because it means you've got to entertain your kids 24-7 and be on call with them 24-7. Okay, so you're normal. Moving on. <laughs> How can we do this well? How can we be strategic about having the summer that we want to have, that we want our business to have, that we want our family to have? Well, I've been doing this crazy juggle for a while now, and i got to tell you, Every single year about this time in May or June, this is the conversation that I'm having with my coaching clients all the time. This is absolutely the the number one request for coaching I get. 
you know, how do I make it through the summer without going crazy? So why, let's first figure out why is summer crazy? As I've kind of alluded to in, in what I've said in the introduction here, one of the, the blessings and curses is that with summer, when it comes, we tend to give up our routine. So one of the major causes of crazy is the lack of routine. Now, a lot of us are looking forward to that. We really don't want to have to set the clock. We don't want to have to get the kids to bed you know, early. We want to stay up late at a picnic or at a bonfire or at the pool or the beach. Of course we do. That's part of what it is. But that lack of routine, be honest, is absolutely a contributing factor to some of the stress and chaos that happens in our lives because we're used to it. That's what a routine is. It's what we are used to, okay? The other reason why summer's crazy crazy is, of course, the B word, boredom. Mom, I'm bored, okay? What happens when kids get bored? Well, they start misbehaving sometimes or they start bugging you because they're craving attention and they need stimulation. And that means you are the one they're looking to to provide it. And, you know, my kids are almost 14, 12, and almost 10. So I'm looking to them to be their own source of boredom busting this, this summer and actually several summers they've been had, having to come up with their own ways to get over boredom. But it doesn't change the fact, especially if your kids are younger, this is something that is going to fall on you, okay? And it's up to you to head it off, even if your kids are older like mine are. You've got to head it off by some strategies we're going to discuss today. Another reason summer is crazy is because, you know, when we don't have that routine, everybody gets kind of on a different body clock or a different rhythm, you know. For your tiny little ones, right, ages, I don't know, eight and under, waking up at five and six in the morning is perfect. Party on. We're ready to go. Lots of energy. Super excited to greet the day. (laughs) Not so much parents, but doggone it, the sun comes up so early, those kids wake up then, right? And you're trying to just hold it together until eight or nine when you're finally feeling like you want to get moving, right? And then, you know, staying up later. The teens in the house, my goodness, they are going to migrate to a much later time, even the preteens, maybe even you. I know that I do stay up later in the summer too because the sun barely goes down at 10 o'clock, you know? It's like, doggone it, I'm not ready to go to bed. So the body clocks change. The routine is gone. People get bored. (laughs) These are some of the major reasons. But one other thing I want to mention that you might not think of, and I'm going to really delve into the rest of this podcast today, is the lack of clear expectations. You know, if you're looking at your summer as a blank slate and you are taking away, here's what, you know, if a Tuesday looks just like a Sunday as far as you're concerned in the summer, That does definitely sound like freedom, and I applaud you. That's awesome. But for your kids who are very much used to a routine and who are very much, their routine, when they go to school, they are told every single day what their schedule is going to be like for the day. And it repeats itself all the time. It's very consistent. And, you know, your family marches to that sort of a routine. You have expectations that you will get up in the morning, that you will eat, that you will do certain things in the day and that you will wind down and eat, you know, other meals like, you know, lunch and dinner um, during the day, and that you'll go to sleep at a certain point. And, you know, you kind of repeat that each day, and maybe the weekends look different, right? Well, when we take that away, and then all of a sudden we ask our kids to figure out how to handle themselves 
when they can't tell, I mean, struggling, it's a struggle to learn to tell time. My nine-and-a-half-year-old, she can tell time on a clock, but it, I can still tell she doesn't quite have it figured out how time works. If I say you've got five minutes, that's kind of the same as an hour to her. <laughs> and thus we struggle getting out the door sometimes in the morning. You know what I'm talking about, right? Okay. So the lack of expectations for how the day or the week or the month or even the whole summer is going to go can be a source of stress. And I want to help you get rid of that. All right? So here's what I suggest. Here's what makes it better. Three tips. Number one, I'm going to tell you the three tips now, and then we're going to go through them. Number one is a calendar. Number two is a family meeting daily. And number three is input and collaboration. These are the three tips I've got for you. A calendar, a family meeting, and input and collaboration. Let's dig in. What does this mean? All right. You know what moms do and dads do? We run around knowing where people have to be and what's going to happen and who has to be where and what they have to bring at what time and when they have to be picked up and what's happening next week and yada, yada, yada. We know all of that stuff. We may have our Gmail or our Google Calendar or our um, Outlook or a family calendar in our you know, briefcase or at work. We may have that. We may have it on our laptop. But our kids often are not privy to that calendar. This does not help you. I don't care how young your kids are, if they're age three and up, okay? Three and up, visually, okay? And, and emotionally and mentally, we can start talking to kids ages three and up about what to expect. Hey, tomorrow, when you go to sleep tonight and you wake up in the morning, we're going to go to the zoo, okay? And your kid, you can tell that to your three-year-old and they can look forward to it. Expectations help. Knowing what comes next helps. It helps organize their entire experience. And older kids absolutely need to know this. I mean, again, I've got a preteen and a teenager and a, a, another, well, two preteens and a teenager, and their social calendar is getting nutty. Well, I like having a big visual calendar. I'm such a digital girl, but when it comes to the summer, I recommend getting out three poster board papers, okay? Get three pieces of the poster board, get out your pencil, draw the lines in, make big fat squares, and make your own calendar, one for June, one for July, one for August, okay? Or if your summer calendar, I know some people got out in May, okay, whatever. They, they may be going back to school in August. It may be a little different, but basically for the summer, okay? Draw out those months and fill in the events that you know are going to take place. Have your kids be with you doing this. Have them contribute to it. You know, the older kids, they need to start being responsible for what they're going to do and when and where. They need to know when they're going to camp if they're going. They need to know when that vacation or that sleepover or that weekend visit to the amusement park is coming up. Put it on the calendar. Set the expectation. Have it visible so everybody in the family can see. For young ones, if they can't write yet and they can't read, have them draw. They can draw something on the calendar that helps them look at it or use stickers to help them know what's coming. I promise you, moms, this will take some stress off of your plate. I could go on and on about this, but get your calendar out of your head, get it into a very public place so all of the family can see, and write down everything that you know that's coming up, and talk about it with your kids each day. 
Let them see it. Let them know it. Let them look forward to it. That helps curb boredom, and it helps set expectations, and it helps reduce stress. So that takes me to point number two, the family meeting. The best summers I've ever had is when we start, and again, here's that routine piece, and here's the expectation piece, where we start each day with a family meeting. And it doesn't have to be formal. I'm not a formal girl. So I could be loading the dishwasher, drinking a cup of coffee, and the kids are all sitting there making themselves breakfast. But we're all gathered together. We are all in front of the family calendar looking at it, and we're talking about what's happening. You know, at the beginning of the week, we talk about what's for the whole week. We talk about all the different events on the calendar. We fill in if there are some missing ones or if we want to change things, okay? We, we talk about that together. The morning of, we talk about how the day is going to go. It's their job. Who's getting picked up where? Who's, who needs what? Who needs to have this to go to that, right? We communicate that up front because I can't handle it when I've got business clients planned and somebody calls me and says, Mom, we're at the pool, but I forgot my swimsuit. Can you bring it to me? Well, the answer is no, because I'm running a business now because you're at the pool, and this is the time that I had to do my client work. So to avoid those issues, which are not fun for any of us, I suggest you have family meetings at the beginning of the day that cover the day and at the beginning of the week that cover the whole week. Again, setting those expectations is so important. Get some activities, crafts, and a summer bucket list included on there, okay? Think through how you want the summer or the week or the day to go. And get that on there. And my last piece, the third big tip, is the input and collaboration tip. Get their input. Don't set a whole schedule and expect everybody in your family to follow it and be happy about it. Again, you're going to avoid the push and pull and the struggle of people not being engaged and not buying in. If you get your kids, again, of all ages, there are different ways to engage at different ages, but if you get them to contribute to this family calendar and this family meeting and the expectations and requests for how the summer can go, then you've got collaborators who are looking forward to the things you're looking forward to, who are planning and ready and expecting things that you are expecting. Everybody can be on the same page. Man, that's a mouthful. That's all I've got time for today, but I hope you will try putting at least a couple of those tips in your rotation for the summer. I wish you a wonderful summer. If you guys have already started, you're ahead of me. We get out in a couple of weeks. But till then, I will be talking to you next. I will be talking to you every two weeks during the summer, not every week. I'm going to take a little of that downtime myself. So I'll see you soon. Until next time, I'm Laura Galloway, the Mom Biz Coach. Take care. Bye.